Perhaps a little bit of a twist, perhaps a little bit ironic after I complain about a family member who sends me a card every holiday, mm-hmm. AJ McCall on VFX. But, I mean, you see the post on our Facebook page, and it's hard not to be like, all right, all right, we got to we gotta get your parents some love. Okay. AJ McCall on VFX. If you haven't seen it, mm-hmm. uh, daughter took a picture of her dad because he drove to her workplace, waited for her to arrive, and then poured a trail of salt from her vehicle to the front door so that she wouldn't slip on ice. Yep. Very nice. And that is very sweet. It's very, very sweet. So I figured, okay, what the heck? Even I, the one who usually makes fun of his family more often than not, is like, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, give parents a little shout out. So nicest thing your parent has done for you. Uh, Robbie Common said, my stepdad adopted me and made me his daughter. Valentine's Day gave my mom a big box of candy and my sister and I a smaller box. I love how he did this. Aww. That's so sweet. I'm trying to get McCall to cry to start the Why show. Why would you do that to I'm me? Not. How do you not? How do you not share that and be like that guy deserves some love? That dad needs a shout out because that is amazing. I think it's so sweet. He does deserve a shout out. And so I was trying to think, what would I shout out my parents for? And I think the nicest thing is, and this one came to mind pretty pretty quickly for me was when I was in college. I had a family member that helped me out with uh, my apartment, helped me pay some bills because, you know, uh-huh. I was working part-time at two radio stations, so I was right. rolling in the dough. Right. And uh, I got in a little bit of a spat with that family member, and they just decided, you know what? Tell you do things my way. Hmm. Not going to help you out anymore. Huh. So, of course, I had like a nervous breakdown because I have this college apartment, which they're not cheap. Right. And I'm working part-time at two radio stations. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to get evicted. I'm not going to be able to pay my rent, and they're going right. to kick me out. Right, And my dad was like, no, nah, I got you. Got our tax return. We got you covered. We'll get you through this lease, and we'll figure this out. Without hesitation. Just yeah. immediately. That's cool. And so, love for my dad yeah. ahead of Valentine's Day. My parents have just been always really supportive growing up. Like, it's always been like, oh, you want to do it? Cool. Go do it. Like, just never doubted, which is cool. So I'm grateful for it that. It kind of makes sense with the outrageous personality that is McCall. I, I mean, know. you couldn't foster that. Right. But, you didn't have support around. It was like, yeah, right, whatever. Yeah. And so it was really <laughs> cool. Like, I remember talking to my mom about, like, dreams that I had for, like, when I grew up and the things that I wanted to do. And it was like, all right, go do it. <laughs> Almost to my downfall, might I add. No. Yeah. Because, like, Dustin and I, when we first uh, started dating, I remember telling him some of the stuff that I wanted to and I still want to do it, so I'm not saying it out loud because I don't want anybody else to is it harsh on my vibe. Is it still astronaut? It's not. Oh, it's not. It's, it a, it's actually like a business pursuit, but I remember telling Dustin about it, and he's like, do you, do, you, do you have any experience? It has stuff to do with coffee. And he's like, do you have any experience with making coffee? And at that point in my, time, my life, I was like, no. He's like, okay, so how are you going to like learn how to do that? I was like, I don't know. It's just going to happen. That's always how it's worked for me. It just happens. Like if He's like, dream, what are you talking about? If you dream a little harder, McCall. Yeah, basically. So I'm dreaming a little harder. It's making its way towards me. All of the universe stuff. But I have more of a knowledge now, and so now I can like use that. Check out, if you need to pick me up, on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. And, of course, share a shout-out for your parents as well. The nice thing they did. A little Valentine's love for them as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was conversing with a friend online yesterday and they shared a post with me, and they said, hey, have you seen this? It's the five things no one has challenge. And I thought, well, this is stupid, because I immediately <laughs> see one of these things I have. Uh-huh. We'll see just how old school, apparently, we are. Louis Capaldi, who has probably my favorite quote of all time on the Graham Norton show. Oh, my gosh. And that's saying something, because the Graham Norton show is awesome. Dude, I love him so much. All of his interviews that he's ever done are hilarious. He also said Niall Horan is the best smelling uh, One Directioner, and I would believe that. Bold compliment. But our friend asked, what does he smell like? And he said, you know, expensive things. Expensive things. (laughs) As he should. (laughs) AJ McCall on VFX. I was talking with a friend of mine online yesterday, and they sent me this five things nobody has challenge. And I'm, like, kind of mad about it. Oh? Because I... I don't know if it means I'm old or lame or both. Okay. But the five things are DVDs. Okay. CDs. Okay. File cabinet. What? Wall calendar. And takeout menus. Okay. I got a couple of bones to pick. Please do. I have CDs. I mean, like, I guess my first question is, so everybody had 
the, the first two DVDs and CDs, did they just expect to be like, all right, well, we've moved into an age where we don't need these as much, yeet, and then we're done with them? <laughs> uh, no. I can't imagine. So I have, I have CDs. I have vinyl records. I'm pretty sure we have cassettes as well. I don't have an 8-track, so... Uh, you're missing one. I know! But... That being said, I, I have like stacks on stacks of CDs. I remember when I first, I got my first car, I was so excited because it had a CD player and it was like a 2003, I graduated in 2012. So I was really excited. Big spending. Yeah. I was really excited. That's where all of my money went was to CDs. <laughs> That's fair. And dumb things like, you know, food. I grew so. up in the age of, you got to have that little unzippy foldy book. And be like, what do we want to Man, do? I never had that unzippy foldy book. Unzippy Dustin, foldy book. Dustin had... He still has one somewhere, the unzippy foldy book. Like, and he's like, you give it to the passenger and you tell him this yes, is what you go through. Yes. See, I didn't have quite that many CDs. I only had like six. That's what I'm saying. Do they expect us to yeet it out the window? I don't know, man. Um, he also has like a like a cassette box, you know, <laughs> like the old ones. <laughs> that, when with I was a the, kid, yeah, so he I has, had control of that. He has those ones, but he's got a, we've got a 1970 Chevy truck. And so when we go drive in the Chevy truck, surprise, they didn't have CD players. There now. you go. Five things nobody has challenged. Did you think of that? A however, classic? no. However, takeout menus. Now they I'm got- on board with it. Like, no, I got it. I got it. Hello. <laughs> Excuse Look, me, Siri. Let's be honest. The only place that continued that the only places that can tried to hold on to that forever were Chinese restaurants. And even yes. they gave up on it. Yes. I do have a wall calendar though. Uh, I think I have one. I have to double check though, because I don't know. And the only reason I do is because Ashley and I donate just a smidgen to charity. And so they send you things because they're always like, oh, but it'd be great if you donated more. So they sent us a wall calendar and it's up on our fridge right now because it has animals on it. They know how to sucker Ashley. Yeah, oh, they yeah. got her. Oh, yeah. The other thing they sent me is a... <laughs> a tabletop calculator. Nice. A notepad, which I'm okay with. I'm, nice. I'm good with scratch paper. And then they sent me specialized letterhead that I could put on, you know, all the letters that I'm sending out nowadays. Obviously. So uh, maybe this should be sent to my the, the one chair. I think it's actually the WWF. Sent to them be like, hey, by the way, we've stepped into the 21st century. So, I mean, maybe up it a little bit. Next, you know, don't, don't send me any cassettes. I don't need Sarah McLaughlin sent to my house on cassette. The arms off. <laughs> Stop it. Get out of here with Take that. Take the five things nobody has to challenge self for yourself. Go on our social media, Utah's VFX. And I guess the conclusion I want to know is, does it mean you're old if you had these? I would say it just means you didn't like, you're not wasteful. Maybe you're a little bit of a hoarder. Maybe, but you're definitely not wasteful. And you're like, all right, I and just, new technology. Dude, I just don't have like, like we have boxes of DVDs from when we moved. They're heavy, by the way. But, you know, we've got these boxes, but I haven't, we don't have like a shelf for them. So, I don't know. Uh, ours is a display in our living room, but now that we're talking out loud about this, I'm like, eh, maybe I should take those down. Yeah. Mm. Does it look cluttered? No, it's organized. It looks nice. I think. I don't know. I'm not organizational. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I know what you're thinking. Five, uh, you're, you're old if you got these five things that nobody has on, in your house somewhere. Yeah, well, for all you just living online, you might be want to be wary of those passwords, especially if you're in a relationship. Uh oh. Statistics say they're not very safe. Not relationships, your passwords. <laughs> <laughs> I simplified dating. AJ and McCall on VFX, and to me, it is a kicked off the or bucked off the horse thing. Okay. What I mean is you got to go through a lot of crap and be willing to get back up before you find the right one. Very rarely you're going to be like, first one, all right, first try. Doesn't work that way. Okay. Right? Right. So odds are you, you have to try enough times. You're probably going to go through some people that uh, looking back, you're like, man, that, that why did I even associate with them? They were kind of scumbags. Dumpster fire? Yes. What? AJ would call it VFX. So I stumbled across a survey that said after a breakup, you should change your passwords because a vast majority of exes will log into your accounts. And I thought, no. And then I remembered, wait a second. In Netflix, in, Netflix, in college. In Netflix. In college. I had the Netflix account because uh, I it was able to watch, as a film student, I was able to watch some of the foreign films because I, you know, Netflix used to mail DVDs. I don't remember. Right, remember right. That. But that's what I had it for. 
So, of course, me and my girlfriend shared it. It was mine. And then we broke up, and she moved out, and I thought, no, no, no. And I immediately changed the password. For, like, only the fifth time in Netflix history did someone change the password so that, you know, multiple people couldn't stream on their service. Right. So then I was like, yeah, okay. Okay. But the thing that gets me is it says that the majority of apps that your exes are going to use... Are of course going to be your streaming ones, right? But your social media ones, and even your location sharing ones. Okay, that's weird. And I thought, well, okay, no. You know, I would not no. say. I would hope. See, I, I kind of go faith based here a little bit. Yeah, that's a little nerve wracking. Um, just in general, I, I hopefully somebody doesn't like stalk you, you know, because that's like terrifying to think about. Um, but as far as like apps go, I feel like people would log in just to, just for fun, just to be like, Oh, well, I wonder if I could still log in, you know, <laughs> like Dustin and I alligator one. Oh my gosh. They oh my gosh. They it's did. The they did the same thing. Um, the dumbest thing in the world. Uh, <laughs> yeah i don't know i know that i had given like i've given dustin like a list of my passwords once before do i know where they are no do i know what they are no so it's more helpful more helpful to me to be like hey dust do you have this because i don't know what it is <laughs> we got uh, uh kyron on the line kyron what, what, what are you thinking what do you share with your significant other wife etc i think we so we kind of share everything together yeah. I mean, we've been married, oh, it'll be 21 years this year. Oh, well, congratulations. Um, and we kind of, we're probably terrible because we use the same password for everything. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, this is getting worse, Kyron. <laughs> well, I'm going to wish you could like 21 more years and then some uh, to infinity yeah. and beyond, if I may, because the uh, that's just, that's obnoxious. I don't like changing my passwords to begin with, and you guys both use the same ones. That's just a whole nightmare wrapped up in one thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think if you did split, you would have to change your passwords. Well, especially you, Kyron, because you and your wife use this. I don't even right. know how, who gets is that a, is that in the divorce proceedings? Do you like all right? We both know we use the same password. Let's decide now who gets to keep the password and who doesn't. I want custody of that password. I feel like you could still use it, like and be okay. I I wouldn't feel great about it. No, would not feel great about it. I just mm. this is the type of thing that I think my dad hears. If there's one thing you should know about my dad, he constantly changes the passwords on stuff. Right. All the time. Right. And he has like a little notebook and he writes them down like week by week. And I don't think he goes back to the same thing, but it's annoying. Like when I have to pay my cell phone bill because all my family's on the same bill. Right, I'm like, what's right. the password? He's like, oh, I changed it. And I'm like. Cool. Tell me so I can pay it. Stop it. This is the type of thing I feel like my dad hurts. Like, you know, what? I got to change my passwords. Probably so. <laughs> I don't think any of my, I mean, I exes. Now you're, you're talking exes. You're going back like six right. years. Right. They're playing the long game at this point. Right, they're still right, holding out. right. I the other thing that gets me is based on survey. Like I get it, people are petty, and I I had this, I changed my password. We shared it, but like I had access to the password, and then I had the account. So technically, it was still mine. But like if I broke up with an ex, it, then yeah, in college I probably would have been like, what are they doing? Who are they talking to? Right. But now I'm like, whatever. Get out of my care. life. Yeah. Unless I'm sad about it, I'm like, come back in my life. Get the but either heads. way, I'm not going to log into your Instagram and Devil. see what's going on. Demon child. I'm going to log into your Instagram and post a picture of being like, oh, no, did I make a mistake? Wow, I miss him so much. <laughs> post, it on my, post it on the story. Oh, come back. Should I take him back? Yes or no? Baby, come back. Baby, come you back. You can blame to it me. all on me. Yep. Yep. Oh, jeez. Watch your passwords. Yep. Another chance to win a Johnny Osbunnet's gift card. Uh, when we team up for Florida, not we're going to hear the headlines. It's coming up in about 12 minutes. Be ready. I will be on your team. Oh, my gosh. That's so nice. Not McCall. Rude. Yesterday was Disney themed. Luckily, Sheriff Woody was on the scene. That's right. So nobody poisoned the water hole. <laughs> Today's a little bit weirder. Oh, jeez. Florida, not with AJ McCall at VFX. Just, just headlines, a little, please. A little bit off the wall. Yeah, yeah, because yesterday you deciding that a rhinoceros was essential to stealing an elevator door was not off the wall. You're right, my bad. Well, we got people stealing stuff this time. Uh, there was a power outage this weekend during the Super Bowl, which is not a good time to have a power no, outage. No, not at all. Anyway, it was caused by a guy who was joyriding in an excavator, <laughs> as per usual, you know. 
They, people do that. Excavator joy rides are, you know, the new hot commodity at Disneyland. Then we got headline number... I have construction I have to do. <laughs> we got headline number two. Police are searching for someone who stole an umbilical cord. Ooh. I yeah. Don't, I don't like that. No. I'm not a fan. And then story number three, a couple were busted for having an illegal growing operation when the cops came to their house for a domestic dispute. So there you go. Three crazy stories. <laughs> If I was doing something illegal in my house, I would make sure that nothing ever happened in my house. Hey, hey, guys. Hush, hush. No one comes over. We aren't going to listen to music too loud. Like, nothing. I'm I'm going to make sure my lawn is mowed so no one comes over. I'm not going to have a fancy car. My fence is going to be painted the right color so the HOA doesn't get mad. Not a thing. Yep. I've never stolen a piece of construction equipment. But if I was going to... Excavator... I don't know Dump different truck. names of trucks and stuff. I have no idea. I'll be What's honest. What's the one with the big scoop? Yeah, you think I... Okay, hello, hello. AJ Picard VFX. What, I what wonder, I just I said. I want the Scooby one. It's, a, it's an I don't excavator. Know what, that, oh, okay. It's then, a, yeah, okay, I don't know. I, would steal I literally then. have no idea what is they are. Is that what it is? I don't know. I think that is what I would steal then. I feel like I watched Bob the Builder as a kid, and I should probably know these things, but I have no idea. Like, I have friends <laughs> who are like, their kids are over here showing me, like, look, this is this tractor. This is this thing. I'm like, I don't know what any of those things are. Like, good for you, kid. <laughs> like, you're way smarter than I am. Okay? But I can tell you what's a setting powder and what's a, what's not. I can go makeup all day. No, we're ma- we're man topic right now, McCall. We're talking about construction equipment. Oh man, oh. well, oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm out. Tapped. <laughs> Rose, nothing. if you could steal any piece of construction equipment, what would you take? I'm not sure. Yeah, you me know neither. What? That's a smart answer. Don't incriminate <laughs> yourself. That's fair. Three full stories, please, McCall. Okay, so we got story number one. There was a power outage during the Super Bowl. Intentionally, by that's the not, way. That's not good. Quote, about 30 or 40 minutes before the Super Bowl started, all of the power just went out. So this guy was one of the residents who was forced to find another way to watch the big game. I don't know how you're going to do it. I don't know how you're going to do it. Man, it's unfortunate. Cell phone. Oh, dang. How would I ever do that? Anyway, this guy had a joyride in an excavator. What did he do? Bucket up. (laughs) Through the power line. And I put my excavator up. Yep. And it's staying there. says, I see the trucks and everything, but nobody told me what happened. So What an idiot. Basically, this guy just randomly started operating an excavator that was just parked in the street for another project. And he's like, hey, hey you know what I hate? Yoink. Football. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's, all I can, that's all I can think. Video allegedly shows the same man leaving the, soon, the scene soon after. I don't think they found a guy. He's going to steal another excavator. Maybe. So there's story one. Then we got story number two. Police are looking for a burglar who broke into a storage unit and stole several items. TV, an Xbox, some vaping equipment, a laptop, and an umbilical cord. Why? Just why? Just why? I have no idea. What are you going to do with that? What do you it's think? So he's like, sad. oh, this thievery's building up a hunger. I'm going to take this beef jerky. Is it like, what was he thinking? I, yeah, I have no idea. The bi- burglar also took, quote, baby feet print ceramic tile. Why? So I just, I feel like this human's a garbage human. So there you go. It's story two. Person. And story three, a couple were having, and they were busted for having an illegal marijuana growing operation. The cops came to their house because they were yelling at each other. And so they showed up because somebody, neighbors called the cops to make sure they were okay. So they conducted a safety search of the home and ta-da, drugs and weapons and money. It was all built inside of a, quote, small attic way. Multiple different lamps, heating lamps, and irrigation system were all in place. It was one of the more unique growing systems we've seen in quite some time. Idiots. Direct quote. Like, I'll be you- honest, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. <laughs> the cops had to be suspicious. Like, oh, no, 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 no don't come in. No, it's fine. Like, no, we, we're we, okay. We, we were, just, were just mad. We're fine. Yep. It's like, I, again, if I had something illegal, I would... I wouldn't have people over. No. I would cut my yard all the time. I'd yep. make sure the trash cans were a proper distance out from the curb and all that. Yep. I'm not going to do anything to draw attention to myself. Yep. That being said, Rose, the one we need to figure out is which one drew its attention to you. Which story do you think is from Florida? Um, is it story number two? Look, normally the policies go with the stupidest, which I'm, I'm not sure. One, I guess, but... Like, number two is by far and away. There's no there's no disagreement here, right? We all think number two is the worst person. 
Like, why would you steal ceramic yeah. foot baby tiles, um, foot, baby yeah. feet tiles, and, and an umbilical Just cord? What are you going to do with it? Absolutely garbage. Garbage humans. So, McCall, is it story number two? No, it's not. Ah! That one happened in Pennsylvania. The worst kind of people live in Pennsylvania. That's tell, what I just heard. I'll tell you right now. It should be Pennsylvania or not, because... The two not Florida stories are from Pennsylvania. Well, well, we, that would have been vital information ahead of time, Really? McCall. Really? No, but okay. I'm just going to come up with an excuse for why we didn't get it right on the first try. Sorry, Rose. <laughs> it's because McCall didn't give us all the important information, but you can play again next week. It's fine. I appreciate that. That story's still around, number one, for Florida not on VFX with AJ and McCall, and I just want everyone to picture this just because it makes me chuckle because, hey, I ain't going to lie. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Me in an excavator. No. Just cruising along Main just Street of Logan. What? I don't think so. Just, you just see it forward and then backwards and then the, Reaper, the, the, little, the barrel goes up and Reaper. down. What? what, what? None Burr. of this makes sense. Yep. That's what would happen. <laughs> it's okay. I, I can hear you, Jenny. You can laugh. <laughs> that's that's the appropriate response. Yes. We all know it'd be a train wreck. Absolutely. Be an excavator <laughs> Much wreck, like what AJ? happened in story number one. Yeah. Uh, Recap, please, two remaining stories. Story one, there was a power outage during the Super Bowl. It looks like it was caused by a guy who was joyriding in an excavator. As people often do. They figured, you know what? This was actually done on purpose because it was 30 to 40 minutes before the game started and everything just went all the way out. So they looked at some of the uh, footage and they just got in the excavator, random human being, got in the excavator that was on some project Got out there in the road, lifted the bucket, and just drove through the power lines. High five. Skirt. <laughs> they got cell phone video. Skirt. Apparently. Skirt. Roll up. Roll One kid up. said, I'm mad because I can't watch no Super Bowl. All right. Sorry, kid. In all honesty, it was, it was not a good game, so... I know. Like, you really, really didn't miss anything. much. Okay. Yeah. There's story one. And then we got story number three. A couple busted for having an illegal growing operation. Cops came to their house because they were yelling at each other. And so they did a they conducted a safety search, quote unquote. And they found drugs and guns and money. Do you think because they're so dumb they were actually yelling about their drugs? Probably. I bust my butt for these drugs. No, I bust my butt for these drugs. Mm-hmm. I don't, they're yelling a lot about drugs. Maybe we had to call the cops. Yeah, I bet that's uh, I bet that's what happened. Anyway, they're facing drug manufacturing charges. Police note. There you go. Two remaining <laughs> crazy stories. You know what? I'm gonna I'm just gonna be honest with you. I bet the homeowners association took them down. Dude, I'm sure they it did. Was the HOA. They yep. got them. Yep. They got them. All right, Jenny. What do you think? Um, I'm thinking. I'm thinking number one, maybe. Number one. You like the guy with the excavator high five in the power line? All right. I mean. <laughs> Yes, I don't. Uh, two is stupid, or three, two. Three is stupid, but one. How did that guy get the keys to it? I'm assuming it takes keys. I don't know. Is it? How does it work? Is it push to start? No. So how did like somebody just left keys in a in a massive piece of equipment? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, now that makes that even stupider. Yeah. Let's go with story number one, McCall. It's obviously the excavator high five. It is. Hold you. Congratulations. That one happened in Fort Lauderdale. You know, that takes on even more meaning because that means that dude knocked out the Super Bowl in Florida where it was happening. Where it was happening. And a Florida team was in it. Yep. That dude, wow. Trash human. I don't know what it takes to become enemy of the state of Florida. But it's I that. Because I feel like they kind of have like their own stuff going on. But yeah. I'm pretty sure it's that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Congratulations, Jenny. You won Johnny O'Sputnuts gift card. Thank you. You're welcome. Wow. You think... Where's construction going on? There's some right up the street. Do you think there's an excavator right there with some keys in it? You think? Yeah. Probably so. I don't know if the keys are in it. I would assume at this point, no. I feel like for the most part, when it comes to like heavy machinery, the answer is no, unless uh, apparently you're in Florida. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds about right. It depends on who's in charge of running your equipment, (laughs) because if somebody else that's not you is running your equipment, they don't care near as much about it. So, (laughs) Jenny wins Florida not on VFX. If you hadn't been following the after show, especially before uh, the new year, yeah, all of us were having different issues with packages, with mail. Yeah. Well, someone apparently is having their own and sent us a message. They wanted us to tackle that since we're now well-versed in the uh, art of package problems. Cool.
AJ and McCall at VFX and producer Butters. We followed the after show, especially before the Christmas season and right after Christmas. We're having an issue. McCall had her planner. I couldn't get the stuffed animal I bought. Producer Butters, pretty much everything it seems like he sends in the mail takes oh. twice as long, if not longer. Yep. It's just a whole thing. So we got a message. Okay. Dear AJ McCall, Monday, I got a package delivered to my house for an address that doesn't exist. I took the time to take it to the closest FedEx office and told them it was misdelivered. Okay. The next day, a driver pulls up with the same package. Drops I tell it right back off. I returned it. It's yep. not mine. Yep. He writes, moved on the package. Then the next day, I get a notice on my door that I need to come pick up a package. I called FedEx and told the lady, if they deliver me the same package again, I'm going to throw it away. She laughed and said she would too. As of yesterday, I hadn't got it. But if I do get it, should I, one, throw it in the trash, two, open it, keep it if it's any good, or three, are there any options I'm missing? Mm. I feel like an option that you're missing, and this is not your problem necessarily, um, but maybe see if you can find the name that they put on the package that it's being delivered okay. to, because I'm assuming, you know, there's a name on it. Obviously, the address is different. Resident. Resident <laughs> at 555 West Street. So I think if you have, and, and again, it's not necessarily your issue, but since you're asking, maybe you look them up on social media and then you hit them up and you're like, yo, Something. what up? I got Something. your stuff. I'm going to open this box because apparently you don't know your own address. Look, I don't know what goes into mailing a package. It sucks. It just confuses me. Like if they're if it's next door, mm -hmm. like because we've there's a building next door to ours that gets a fair amount of mail, and sometimes it shows up at our house. That's fine. It's yeah. next door, but right. like there's times where it's like not even on the same block, and I'm like, number, right, number, right. Look at it. Though I tell you, uh, listener, being very patient because uh, Ashley got a package delivered once to uh, we live next to an auto body shop, and for whatever reason they got mixed up and delivered it there, and the auto body guy. Uh, message Ashley and was like, "Hey, uh, you got a package here. Please do not mail your stuff here. I do not appreciate it." And Ashley's like, "We live next door. Like it was. I didn't right. send it there. It's like I didn't, I didn't send it there. Send Look it at there. the address. It went there. Yeah, I, I, yeah. When people get like all huffy over it, it's like I understand that it's frustrating, but at the my same Amazon time, package to this <laughs> auto body well, shop. You know, as, what? as somebody who." You know, existed last year. I feel like last year <laughs> kind of gave us more of a, like, grips Some on, like, patience, patience mm -hmm. maybe being nicer to other people, realizing that, you know, you're not the most important thing <laughs> on the planet. Uh, <laughs> all of those things. But, you know, there have been situations, like, I've had neighbors that are like, They've been missing packages or something. Right. And where we live, our mail doesn't get delivered to our house. You have to get it at the P.O. box. And so if you have to have something delivered to your house, it's like, yeah, good luck. Um, and people have, like, they, they deliver out there, but sometimes there's issues. And somebody ended up sending me a message, and they're like, hey, we're missing a package. Did it happen to come to your house? I was like, no. But at the same time, I'm also like, I would have said something. <laughs> For our listener, I, I'm... The only thing I can think of is what McCall said, because clearly FedEx is just trying to tell you, like, it's yours, man. It's yours. Yep, just have it. It's your, We don't want to deal with it anymore. It's yep. yours, because they keep they keep trying to send it to you, so it's yours. Look, if you don't want to, if you don't want to open it up, then I say send him a message Peek inside just to, to see. But if you do want to open it up, then open it up. It's clearly yours now. I McCall, believe. Oh, that's illegal. Whatever. Okay. They've mailed like, it to him. You've three done times. what you can do. Okay. He's, he's got all his fingerprints all over it. Yep. It's his now. Yep. You know what package I wish I could mail to the contestants in Park Narks? A knuckle sandwich, fresh in a Ziploc bag. I'm not going to do that. So public shaming that's is what we settle for. That's illegal. <laughs> you don't know. I'm gonna open AJ's knuckle sandwich shop. We only deliver. <laughs> Friday means the conclusion of Park Darks. How are our terrible parking contestants doing? Two knuckle sandwiches, no waiting for Park Narks on VFX. I'm so proud. Friday means the conclusion as AJ and McCall continue to lead the public shaming of terrible parking to clean it up in the valley. Nominee number one, I let my car decide where to park. Which honestly sounds like a Florida not excuse for why you'd park in one of those triangles in the parking lot that's clearly not big enough for your vehicle. It's bad. Cars are not shaped like triangles. I don't know, McCall. I don't know cars, but I'm pretty sure there's no car that's shaped like a triangle. Well, I don't know. Elon Musk's 
Tesla truck kind of looks like a triangle. Okay. I feel like those ones would be okay if you like skirted them on the side. Fine. That one can park there. That's it. Everything else, no. They're not meant for you. You're in the way. You're a jerk. You're self-centered. You probably have a lot of small peen energy. I'm elaborating a lot here, but I feel confident about everything that I'm saying. Okay. And then nominee number two, a flat. <laughs> I can't say this. It's a tongue twister. A flock of bad parkers. It's it's. That's what it is. We stumbled, I think, to the committee of that infamous parking lot in the south end of the valley, and they are discussing how to terribly park and coordinate as such. But we found the the head. We found the head committee, I believe. Yep. There's there's like one at like a slight angle. There's one straight in. There's one coming from another way. I I can't believe the. You know, you look at pictures and you're like, wow. There is so much goodness in this, but we're flipping this on its head because, wow, I can't believe how much bad parking got fit into one picture. Well, I don't even know. Like, we know, right? There's no lines, and so that's why there's issues. But I don't know that one of them is even remotely close to correct. No. I don't think they are. Mm -mm. All three of them are bad parking. That's why they are the... the, Congregation of bad parkers, if you will. We may take down the whole organization. Yeah. But it's up to you. You vote for which one would make you the most mad. Pin to the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. McCall, tell me which one. Time for McCall's intuition to kick in here. Who's going to win? What's your prediction? Mm, I think number two, just based on the amount of... Take down the head of the organization. Yeah, the amount of bad parking that's in there. And people know that it's a notorious South End parking lot. Very famous. So, Very famous. Yeah. Vote for yourself. Get pinned at the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. Get yourself entered in, and more importantly, do a good deed. Mm-hmm. You see bad parking, safely take a picture, send it to our social media, Utah's VFX. And Monday, you could be featured as someone trying to do good for the Valley and submitting to Park Narks. McCall Valentine's Day Sunday. Probably a little late for a date and all that if you hadn't found one already. But, yeah. interestingly enough... Of course, you know, the holiday of love. Yeah. List was put out of the top 10 qualities people look for in partners. Okay. Now, I wouldn't say you should fake it, but it might be something to evaluate yourself on. The thing is, though, I don't know that number one is as important as this survey says it is. Oh. Survey was done identifying the top 10 traits people look for in a significant other. Okay. AJ and McCall on VFX. And before we even get into this, Jeff called in asking about park narcs and we made him stay on the phone. So, Jeff... Top of your head, three most important traits that you would look for in a significant other. Top of the list is uh, honesty. It's uh, As I've gotten older, it's really important that like the people that I'm with and the people that I choose to spend my time with are honest with me, even if they're afraid that it might hurt my uh, feelings. Next is like compassion. Like I like I want people to be some to be able to be sympathetic and to and to and to like share uh, things and to and to put and to put themselves into other people's shoes. Lastly. I, there needs to be a certain level of like intelligence to it, right? Um, I'm not saying that I'm like the most like highbrow person whatsoever, but like there needs to be some sort of like just like intelligence uh, to it. I, I can't I can't feel like I'm talking to a wall that's like going to just like echo. So honorable, trustworthy, intelligence, compassion, all makes sense. Trying to put together a good person, and you hit number two and number four on the list, so you finished up there pretty high. Kind, honest, there they sure. kind of count them the same, but. Uh, all that doesn't matter because the number one thing that people want, the number one trait, is good cook. Said, we're going to put together a good person. Everybody said, nah, I got to be able to eat, bro. Dustin told me that he couldn't break up with me because I'm such a good cook. Well, there's, there's your uh, ringing endorsement right there, I guess. Yeah. It's super weird that uh, cooking's the uh, number one trait uh, in my in my mind. I, I mean, cooking is a skill; anybody can learn learn it. And it doesn't seem like it's like a super uncommon trait to have because everybody eats. Uh, well, everybody <laughs> eats, but not everybody's a good cook. I'll speak to personal experience. Dustin had to teach me how to cook mac and cheese when we first got together. Mm-hmm. Not. Lying, okay? As of right now, cooking is one of my favorite hobbies. Um, but I like cooking for other people. So, like, if I'm cooking for myself, I don't care. Like, give me a bowl of Captain Crunch, I'll call Look, it good. McCall, all the respect in the world, because I can't Thanks. cook. So, all the respect in the world. But you're telling me. You're telling me. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, that, that guy lies to me all the time, but man, this steak is so good. No, absolutely not. Obviously, other Seriously. things have to go with it as well. Trustworthy, makes you laugh, intelligent, you respect them, honest, those, kind, similar lifestyle. That's two those through are all, eight. Yeah, those should all be like priority one. All super important. Everybody said, nah, cook. But what, what do they do in the kitchen? What are they? I could care like, what she they, looks like. Are, all depends on what she cooks like. Are they burning hot dogs? What's going on? <laughs> I think I can figure it out. Like okay. we, We'll figure out the food thing. You can't figure it out, but I can't trust you as far as I can throw you. I don't, I don't care how good that lobster looks. <laughs> it's not going to work. That being said, a compromise for you. Okay. So cooking is obviously super important according to this survey. Yeah. McCall has taken it upon herself as a hobbyist chef now. Yep. Yeah. So ahead of hobbyist, Valentine's Day. Period. <laughs> ahead of Valentine's Day, maybe just maybe heading out's not something you're super interested in doing. Right. I don't know why. Well, then McCall's going to unbeknownst to her give us a crash course in something I would hope something relatively nice, but the challenge is it's got to be not overly complicated here, McCall. Okay. You're dealing with dummies. Okay. AKA this guy. Got it. That's in six minutes. A cooking lesson from the McCall Taylor. Oh, wow. Of VFX. <laughs> this is like a test McCall knows all the answers for, but I hate still it. has all the anxiety for because she's like, I. Uh, uh, what do I do? Uh. Mostly I'm just nervous because it's like I'm not a well versed chef, cook, human. But I'm learning. A hobbyist, as we say, AJ McCall, hobbyist chef. Yeah. AJ McCall at VFX. Look, McCall, the test doesn't, the results don't come in until Monday. We'll see if somebody tries what uh, you suggest. And they burn the house down. Like, well, it was all McCall's I don't, idea. Okay, I don't like that because I'm going to have anxiety over it like all weekend. Happy Valentine's weekend. Wow, well, thanks. So the number one trait that people, <laughs> the number one trait people said that they look for in a uh, partner was not honesty. It wasn't respect. Same hobbies. None of that was cooking. How well they cook. Okay. Seems a bit ridiculous, but that yeah. being said, since McCall's a hobbyist chef, the task is for her to give us something that seems nice. I'm not talking about your five courses. I'm just something to be like, if people saw it, be like, oh, you know what? That's. Uh. Yo, I am panicking about this. But the catch is, it's got to be not overly complicated because I, I, call, I, I already have trouble with the oven. So, like, this is on you. I burned my house down. Oh, gosh dang it. What do AJ. you got? Um, um, okay. So one of my really, like, my favorite go-tos is, like, chicken marsala. Okay. And it's one that I didn't realize was so easy to make. Because, like, like I'm going to say this and people are going to be like, well, what do you mean with that? Mushrooms are magic. Like, honestly, I, I know. You hate mushrooms. I Maybe I shouldn't go with mushrooms. Maybe I should go. Should I do something else? Do you want me to do something else? I can do something else. What do you want me to help you cook? I don't know. <laughs> What's easy? <laughs> Yeah, you know, how about how about your tips on steak? I feel like steak okay. has it just by name is implied fancy. Yeah. And I don't feel like it's really that expensive. No. So, uh I've started to really learn how to like cook steak. The my, one of my favorite go-tos is actually like on the smoker, but uh if you don't have a smoker then it's okay. I don't hate you. So, <laughs> here's tip number 1. Get a thermometer. Thermometer. Oh, right. Don't got one of those. Yeah, buy one. Okay. <laughs> Because that's going to tell you how done your steak is. Right. Because if you overcook it, then you're just SOL and it's like, oh, yay. We love it. We love a bark piece of, of meat. That's the best. We love the bark on the outside of the meat. So when it comes to the seasoning stuff, usually what I like to use for seasoning, I'll do salt, pepper, uh, garlic powder, onion powder, paprika. Yes. Usually smoked paprika is really said. good. Um, and I like to throw a little like, I don't know how to say it, turmeric. Turmeric in it. The flavor of it is really, really I good. Talk about. I'm on board. That's fine. And then brown sugar because it ends ah, up getting a caramelized like right, outside edge on it. So there. use a little bit. Use like a cast iron skillet is usually what I use. Stop it. Sprinkle. Salt, salt bay it on. Salt bay it on. So use a cast iron skillet. Sear it on both sides. Uh, get the get the cast iron up to temperature before you put the freaking steak on or else you're not, not going to get the brown beautiful crusty edges and then check the temperature just flip it flip it check the temperature uh usually i like to do like 140 to 145 ish that's like medium rare to medium i'm in and then pull it off and let that thing rest if you don't let that thing rest it's gonna be rough rough let it take a nap let it take it's gonna work later 
Like that was easy. You listed like six seasonings, steak, and then a, a cast iron skillet. Like, like, like if you put piece it, of cake. Other easy thing, if you put like some butter in it, then you can like baste it as you're going. So then it's like really flavorful and you delicious. You need like eight ingredients for this dish that McCall. And then of course you pick your side dish. That's totally up to you. I yeah. mean, I would hope that you could make Dude, mashed I do potatoes, side mac and dishes for days. Okay, well because yeah. carbs. <laughs> Yes. Carbs are carbs my Carbs and vice. cheese. We know. We, heard, carbs and we cheese. heard the other day, carbs and cheese. Like meat's cool, but like carbs and cheese. Priority one. There you go. Steak with eight simple ingredients in what? Ten minutes. Nothing. Make it 15 so they okay, can rest. Okay, fine. 15 minutes. Take a little extra nice nap. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of food. Ah. So, go out to a restaurant. Mm-hmm. You know what they have on their shirt? Uh, uh, logo. Yeah, but oh, okay. also a name tag. Right. That's the answer I was looking for. Yeah, they have those. Now, look, is is TikTok Bible? Not necessarily. However, <laughs> apparently this name tag thing is a whole thing. Okay. And then I thought, all right, I'm going to consult the person I know that works at customer service, and it's a whole thing. I don't get it. I have never worked in a place where I needed a name tag. AJ and McCall on VFX. That's weird. But to me, the concept of the name tag is pretty straightforward. Hi, I am. How are you doing? Like, that's just a way to right. personalize it a little bit. Yeah. You can converse in a customer service environment, which is, you know, people-y experience Yeah, 100%. That being said, and I defer completely to McCall on this. I, I can't wait for this. this I just t- want you to know. <laughs> this TikTok has gone viral and apparently shouldn't use the name tag. This is a message for all customers, yeah? This name tag, <laughs> it's not for you to use at all. Please do not call me by my name. It makes me, it just makes me feel weird. Thanks, Martinez. Karen, I don't know you. I do not know you. Just take your happy meal, leave. I don't even like it when the people I work with call me by my name. This tag, it's just for decoration. I promise you, it's just for decorations. So please don't use it. Please. Please. Just save us both the awkwardation and not use it. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, so somebody, somebody had a bad day. Uh, Yeah. But, like, no, right? Like, because in those situations, it's just meant to make it a little bit less, like, Hey, I know you're here working, but yeah, like, I want to make it more of a personalized experience. Yeah. That's basically what it comes down or, to. So you don't have to be like, hey, uh, guy, hey, lady. Hey, kid with the dark person. hair. Like, hey, kid whose hair is blue. Right? You got a wonky nose. Like, what? What? It's, it's, it's easier to just call people by their names. So from experience, because I've worked, I've worked in plenty of customer service See. situations where I've needed a name tag that had, you know, my name on it, whether I was at a restaurant or, you know, waiting tables or whatever. My best example is when I was working at the bank. Right. Working at the bank, it's more of a personalized experience. You are having a conversation with somebody about something that is a very intimate subject, which is finances. For some reason, people struggle having a conversation like that. Opening up and saying, you know, hi, my name is McCall. Uh, I'm going to be taking care of you today. What is it that I can help you with? How can I do this? You know, what can I do to, to, to help you? And in those customer service situations, we've been told, at least when I was working there, you had to use the customer's name three times because then you get familiar with that person and saying the name three times while you look at that person locks their name in. So you start to like actually create a, a form of this human. Right. So you know who they are. Yes. So... That being said, I don't have a problem with people using my name. I never have. I've always felt like it's more personalized and I always kind of take it like, oh, so they actually want to, you know, talk to me as a person, not just, hey, kid that's doing my order. Like, See, and I completely agree with you. I thought, okay, this is a little bit ridiculous. Right. And then I asked Ashley because Ashley works at a place where she has to wear a name tag. Uh Uh-huh. Well, luckily she's on the phone because her answer threw me for a loop, too. Uh, babe, go ahead. Okay, so working at the gas station is such a, like, a lame thing, I know, cause, but, like, I hate when people use my name. And at first it always, like, like throws me off because I'm like, wait, what? How do you know my name? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I have a name tag on. That's really stupid. <laughs> but then it just, like, it's, like, one of those things when, like, a stranger uses your name, like, thank you, Ashley, or, like, 
have a great day, actually. I'm like, it just like for some reason gives me like the heebie-jeebies. I get so creeped out and I'm like, don't say my name. I don't care that you can see my name. Don't say my name. Like, I understand it if people are saying it in like a, thanks, McCall. Like, I hate that. That, I understand that. But I feel like that's not a, you know, I I feel like that's more like generalized. Because for me, I would prefer it when people use my name. Because again, I am a human being who does have feelings and emotions. And, you know, rather than being treated as just like, cool, thanks for taking down my order. You know, there's just a, there's just a... I don't know. I'm with you. To me, that's made the most sense. I get it. Like, if they do a creepy way, yeah, totally. And what you said, yes. But I, I've never had to wear one, so I don't know. Like, do me wrong. In this business, I do like a little bit of anonymity. But I guess at the right. same time, I'm used to people who I have no idea because we've never met. But you know who I am from listening, who right. introduce themselves. And so I, I guess I've just kind of gotten over it. Right. And so. I, I understand it from like the, from like a, you're only going to see them basically one time type of a situation yeah. because like gas stations, fast food restaurants, um, the more convenience stores, like those kinds of situations, I can understand the frustration with it, but like restaurants or whether you're working customer service at a law office or with somebody that you're going to be working with consistently, I think it's important to establish that connection and that relationship. Yeah. AKA you can get better sales that way. So Customer service people, 68255, the number to text, start your text with VFX. A very simple first question. Do you not like when people use your name off your name tag? Second question, which I don't expect you to answer, and we'll keep you anonymous. Revenge. What? You know what's also trending at the exact same time as this name tag thing? Coincidence, I think not. Customer service revenge. Oh, boy. Now, we have the McCall Taylor, (laughs) so you'll tell us how clever or likely you are to get away with this. Text messages coming in, McCall. Other servers, no problem with the name tag. No, I I really don't like I'm I'm really surprised that there is such a quote unquote consensus on people having issues with using your name. Like <laughs> I don't maybe that TikToker's just having a bad day, though. My girlfriend actually said she didn't like it either, so Yeah. I don't uh, know. AJ and McCall's debated eight on VFX, but speaking of having a bad day, sometimes just in the very rarest of occasion, customers are kind of jerks what? or rude or no. short or impatient. So you had to get on TikTok. The question was asked, McCall, what's something you've done to a customer after they've been really rude to you? Judge these plots of revenge, oh, no. please. I'm I'm a little bit nervous about it because I have like my go-to when customers were really rude to me that I would use, but Ooh, I can't bring, wait. bring them on, bring them on. One uh, server who works at a juice bar said they underblended people's smoothies so little chunks block their straws. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> We're already off to a good start. It's like the very most minor inconvenience. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, one deli worker said that I squished the cheese together after I sliced it so it's impossible to separate later. What? Like when people get the sliced cheese? Yes. Okay, so I was thinking like deli sandwich, like you were making sandwiches. I was like, what are they doing? Pulling apart their sandwich? That's weird. (laughs) So strange. Okay, I got that. Uh, One barista said if a customer's rude, they get decaf instead of regular coffee. Oh, rude. (laughs) I feel like that's illegal. I'll I'll speak that right now. I'm pretty sure that's illegal. Oh, I'd be so mad. Another server said when a customer's rude and asks for butter, they get cold butter because it'll rip up their bread. Interesting. Okay. And lastly, a hotel worker said if someone doesn't tip after they're helping them with their bags, they'll call them in the middle of the night. What? That one. That, that's I, too much. I might, I might come down I, swinging on that yeah, one. Yeah, that's too much. I feel like that's way too much. Like, n- nobody's obligated to tip you. Like, when you're Facts. a baggage worker... Nobody is obligated to also, tip you. Also, it just may be ignorance. Like, ignorance isn't always an excuse, but, like, I didn't think about that. Right. You just don't know. Like, sorry, I don't think about that. My family wasn't high class. They didn't teach me well. It was right. my parents. It's my upbringing. Blame my upbringing. You know, when it comes to, like, these get back revenge type things, I've never been one who feels like I need to instigate the, the revenge no. or whatever. But that's what's so good about especially the first one. Here's what I normally oh, say. Oh, yes. When it comes to customer service things, if you've been mean, then I say something like, you know, usually it's like, oh, we'll have a good day. Instead, I just let the universe sort that ish out. And I say, 
have the kind of day you think you deserve, Ooh. and then you just let them go. Oh, that's great because you know that's a time bomb. Yeah, because they, they don't pay attention to it, and then later they're sitting in the car and they have all the of a kind sudden, of day I think I deserve. Yeah, they just shout what it out loud. Like, yeah, that's what exactly what it is. By that? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. But you say it to the nice ones, you say it to the mean ones. Deserve a good day, and then you just say have the have the kind of day that you deserve. You Who's think that you deserve. Server girl thinks she is telling me have the kind of day I deserve. I deserve a good day. That's the only. That's the only like I guess passive aggressive thing. Or love that. Or I'll. Producer Butters used to get a kick out of when I would kick into my my customer service voice because I just don't know how to deal with situations when I get angry. And so I I don't know who she is. I don't know what her name really is. But Flo. I just I just turn into no, I don't think so. I don't think she's as nice as Flo. I I don't think she is because I usually turn into like a oh I totally understand what you're saying. <laughs> And I would love to help you with your problem. Let me get you over to one of our account specialists who is more qualified to deal with this. (laughs) 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 That that voice kicks in every once in a while. And it's just random. And I don't notice it. Other people do, though. Different personality. Yep. She's not, I really don't think, I think she's very nice. Now's a good reminder ahead of Valentine's Day weekend. If you're going out tonight or tomorrow, because, you know, Sunday, whatnot. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you're going out on Sunday, too, then sure. But be nice to the people who serve you. Just a little. Like, you don't have to be like. Nobody wants a chunky smoothie. <laughs> no. <laughs> McCall, someone left us a voicemail that you and I are the utmost qualified to give advice on. <laughs> Sometimes it comes to kids, family, we're just swinging in the dark. I mean, I feel like I've seen a fair amount, and I once was a kid, and I have parents, so I got some opinions. <laughs> what? But this is the most qualified we've ever been because it involves work spouses. Mm, great. For Valentine's mm-hmm, Day. Cool. Unsurprisingly, the AJ and McCall shows talked about Valentine's Day a little bit this week. What? Well, I don't know why. It's weird. It's like years away. <laughs> and uh, we got a voicemail asking for some advice that we have never been more qualified for. Okay. So here's what Jake had to ask. And I just wanted to say I love your guys' show. Um, but I had a question for you guys uh, that I'm kind of going with some stuff right now. And uh, I work at a place with this female, and she's a few years younger than me. But she's my work wife. You know work wives. They're awesome. They support you literally every day and everything you do. She puts up with my BS, especially when I'm having a hard day at work, and I just, she's awesome. I like her a lot. Here's the problem. She doesn't have a boyfriend, and she's feeling kind of lonely. She kind of, like, told me the other day that she's not going to get anything for Valentine's Day, and especially with, like, COVID and stuff, she doesn't really feel comfortable going out and whatnot, so she's just going to spend Valentine's Day alone. So in order to lift her spirits, I wanted to get her some kind of, like, gift. I mean, she does everything for me, like, at work, so... I, th- I want to get her, like, I don't know, some chocolates or, I don't know, maybe, like, a stuffed animal or something. But the problem is I have a girlfriend, and my girlfriend's awesome. Don't get me wrong. But I told her about this the other day, and she kind of freaked out on me. She doesn't understand why I need to get my work wife, who she knows. They've met before. It's great. But she thinks it's weird that I want to get her a Valentine's Day present. And we kind of got in a fight about it. She's kind of jealous. And basically, I don't know what to do. Should I get her something? Like, I think I still feel like I want to get her something. I, I hate the thought that she's going to be alone on Valentine's Day and, you know, my girlfriend can just deal with it. But I don't really know. I don't know. Am, am I thinking wrong here? Help me. Help me. <laughs> okay. Um, first, I'm very... By the way, first correct step, Jake, buttering me up. Oh, love it. Always. Best way to go. Um, here's the thing. If your girlfriend has already expressed concern about it, I think you guys have a conversation. I can understand where she's coming from being upset with, like, buying her, like, stuffed animals or like candy like those are not the best of choices because yes that does imply something it's more of that's more of a sweet like oh that's so cute that's such a sweet thing wow that's so kind of you you know um if you were to do something like i don't know like a gift card yeah a gift card if you were to do something like okay so i know you were celebrating singles awareness day or something so here's a gift card to go get like a pizza or you You do you you you, powerful woman you do you basically um but again i think it has to come down to the conversation obviously with your girlfriend because that is your lady so i feel like if that's a priority that needs to stay a priority and you do need to have the conversation with her and say look this is how i'm feeling this is why i'm feeling this way you know there are no feelings towards her however it does suck that this is what's going on right now so i mean don't send her flowers no definitely do not, not send definitely her not. flowers definitely do not. not buy 
candies or chocolates or hearts and whatever. My first thought was food too. Yeah, like, food I'm is the, a food is a go to. And I think gift cards a good idea because if your girlfriend's already expressed some jealousy, like saying, "Hey, let me get you lunch sometime," probably not the right way to go. No. But if you get a gift card, yep. Then exactly, she can do whatever she wants, and if she wants to hang out with you or whatever, then you can go from it from there. But I mean, like, sure. hey, I just wanted to make sure you I, get something nice. So, you know, I I feel like that is a like a slippery slope also because obviously you do care about this person, and I'm assuming it's work not spouses. romantic work spouses. You know, like I care about AJ. He's like my best friend. Most days, there are some days that I'm like, you know, we fight, but that's just how it goes, right? Because we're friends. Right? Yes. Okay, great. I mean, if I were to buy cookies for everybody in the office, and, and by you that didn't I buy mean me any work yeah, divorce. That'd be a work divorce. All right, now's the right time, I think, for me to ask you, what are you getting me for Valentine's Day though? Nothing. <gasps> Do you want a pen? I have one over here. I can give you a sticky note. We both know you're not gonna fork Where's over. Where's my positive any- affirmations? We both know you're not gonna fork over a single pen. We both know that. <sighs> Here, let me write you down a positive affirmation. Wow, Hang can on. you do it with less dejection, please? Stop! I'll I'm put a smiley you, face on I'm gonna it. I'm going to write you a positive affirmation, but I'm going to absolutely hate every second of it. This is going to be... Bop, Ta-da! It says, you're doing great. D with a colon instead of a line. That's a smiley face! <laughs> How dare you? D with a colon! <laughs> You know, you put more effort into that than the card I got from the family member for Valentine's Day that says, that said, it's always this time of year you want to think about the people who are most important to you, and then inside, just name. I'll give you a soda. We've got like six of them over there. Ooh. We still got to try those. Yeah. Those are weird flavors. They are weird flavors. It's because you're weird. Uh, you're welcome. I'm, I'm 100% with McCall on yeah. this whole thing, Jake. So just happy home first and yep. then figure it out. Yep. So, uh, McCall, I don't know if you saw, Tom Brady celebrated a little bit when he won the Super Bowl. No! He, uh, he had trouble walking. Yeah, he didn't have I did, sea legs, as I, they said. I did see those sea legs he had going on. And because of that decision, you know, the not sea legs, he made a questionable decision on the boat. A very good throw, though, if, if I might add. Very close call. Yeah. On our Twitter right now, Tom Brady decided, you know what? Skirt! I've got six more of these Lombardi trophies. <laughs> I don't respect this seventh one. No. You're right. He moved to Florida. He thought, no respect for property. AJ McCall on BFX. You know, the Beastie Boys say, you know, no sleep till Brooklyn. And I feel like Tom Brady was just like, no rest till Lombardi's at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> and then just like skirted it into the into the water. You know, those things are dense. As far as I'm aware, I've never held one. Last I checked, I didn't win any Super Bowls, nor was I ever up for any sort of running of being able to hold one. But when I see people hold it, it looks like, oh, this thing is really heavy. <laughs> Breaking news, McCall's never won a Super Bowl. <laughs> so the video on our, our twi- uh, Twitter, Utah's VFX, you can see too. The great thing about it is the one I've, that we found is that you can hear his daughter shouting, no, <laughs> as he throws it from boat to boat if you haven't seen the clip. Man, and he's like... As far as I can tell, it looks like they're just like a frat party yes. boat. He's quite snockered. No, I mean like the boat he threw it to is like a frat party both. boat. Both. Like they're just kind of straight chilling. Look, again, you can afford to lose one if you've got seven. <laughs> Bottom line. Question is, definitely a close call because, you know, it's metal, fingers are wet. They obviously are t- enjoying the moment. Who's to say somebody doesn't whoop and it goes right through their hands and whoosh, into the water? Well... I mean, maybe, but, you know, last I checked, watching some of the highlight reel, I don't think they did that very much. <laughs> so my question is, what was your close call? Because Tom Brady oh, clearly almost broke a Lombardi trophy. So when I was growing up, we didn't have money. I remember going into... Hard same bro. <laughs> I remember going into anthropology, which I don't know if you've ever been to anthropology. It's like fancy. Like I went in there, I found a really cute dress and I was like, wow, this is cute. Like, it's kind of got, like, holes in it. It's a little boho style. And I grabbed it and I looked at it. $550. That is so put much it, money. I put it right back because I was scared that I touched it. So that so much money. That's how I relate to anthropology, okay? They have doorknobs in there that you can buy to put on your doors, you know, because that's where doorknobs go. Yes. And they're, like, $40. And it's, like, they're just itty-bitty little things. It's just if a random I'm spending store. $40 on a doorknob, somebody better touch it and be like, that is the warmest and softest doorknob <laughs> I've ever touched. Like, I you know. better compliment my knob. I know. So we go into anthropology.
apology. And I remember my mom brought all four of us because, you know, she has four kids. And Mistake. I'm <laughs> ah, just kidding. No, it was. Okay. So we're walking around and there's this like table that there's just all of these perfumes on it. Okay. Oh, now, no. my, I remember my little brother was just walking and you know how kids do. They don't pay attention. And my brother walks into this table and knocks over every bottle of perfume on this table. And my mom is like... Six million (laughs) dollars. My mom is like... I'm going to cramp my pants. I don't know what's going on because I, I can feel the pain from her at this moment in time. Nothing broke, which is so good. Those bottles of perfume, I don't remember how much they were. I think they were $150 a piece. That, yeah. And there were at least 12 million of them on this table. <laughs> You know, it's funny because you're, yeah, I totally agree with you. Kids don't pay attention. My mom was like, get out, get out, get out. Everybody leave. (laughs) You're never coming with me again. I'm totally with you. Kids don't pay attention when it comes to delicate things, except I'm not a kid and I went to Mexico and we were in the ceramics aisle because I wanted to get sugar skulls and I was walking around and looking and then all of a sudden I heard, no. And I bumped a vase that was up to my hip and I saw in slow motion, I saw everything playing out. Is it rocked back and forth and it fell over and it hit the shelf with all the ceramic sugar skulls on it. And then all of those things toppled over all the way to the teapots and then those all toppled over. And then all the glass shelves came down and I thought, five billion pesos. Five billion pesos. <laughs> Precisely two American dollars. Luckily, I bumped it just light enough that it went whoop, 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 whoop. And I went, I don't want to be in the store anymore. <laughs> Can we leave? I don't want to we be gotta in the leave. Store anymore. Like we gotta leave right now. I do stuff like that pretty pretty darn often. <laughs> they joke I need to be wrapped in bubble wrap. Well, as long as you don't actually break anything, you're not on the hook. You can have close calls Look, all day long and the heart attack that comes with it. But yeah. So here's here's my normal thing. I don't break things unless they're attached to my body. So I'm only causing damage to one thing Uh, so i guess it's okay and you're responsible for that so yeah (laughs) it sucks i hate it it's dumb look all i'm saying is i put in two fresh orders to aj's knuckle sandwich shop (laughs) for today's partner contenders do you think they're gonna be delivered oh yeah is it delivery or is it DiGiorno? it's delivery (laughs) they have to sign for it no 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 i'm pretty sure it's de (laughs) puncho So, last I checked, it would call on VFX. <laughs> oh, my God. Man. So, our two nominees this week were I let my car decide where I park. Yep. White SUV who's full of entitlement and decided that triangles, which are not parking spots. I think there may be some kids in there, too, but I don't know. Oh, yeah, but they didn't They didn't go, yeah, that's definitely where we should park. They were just <laughs> along for the ride, maybe watching Finding Nemo along the way. Dude, they better be watching Finding Nemo. Somebody's entitled. And then there's there's nominee number two, which I frankly, look, I don't have a vote. McCall didn't have a vote. McCall predicted number two, but yeah. I kind of hope we catch because I feel like that's the committee of the terrible parking on that awful parking lot in the south end of the valley. You know which one. Before we reveal who won due to all your votes, what's the worst parking spot in Cache Valley, I will tell you, there is not a more forgiving committee or community than the Park Narc voters. Really? I'm not going to tell you who said this because they had quite a controversial opinion the other, I think it was last week, maybe the week before on Park Nurse. They said, said, number one is my vote. Two is a result of them not painting enough spots and people stack their cars up like that. It looks hella bad till you realize some cars ha- uh, that some cars have left. They need to seriously rethink the parking lot. Okay. No, I don't think any <laughs> other cars were stacked like that. There were no other cars that were stacked like that. That is false. If there was a, if there was a minor, um, like a snowfall and people were like, I don't know where to park. Usually we do a good job of being like, oh, okay, we'll forgive them because nobody knows where to park when the snow falls. Okay. Because that, you know, the snow sort of, I don't know, covers up lines. Yes. And I look, no we, cars were stacked like that at the making of this <laughs> parking lot. There's okay? a reason we mentioned it's the very infamous parking lot in the south end of the valley because everyone knows and is familiar. But McCall's right. There's one at a slight angle. There's one coming straight in. There's mm. one coming from the left. Mm-hmm. I'm complete with McCall. They didn't just make like a mosh pit of cars there and call it good. I think they just moshed the cars and then they were like, I, all right. I'm pretty sure whatever. the way that parking lot works is you just put your car in neutral. And then you let it coast. You roll out, and then wherever your car stops, you go and find it later. Right. I think that's how right. it works. Okay, so who won? Unsurprisingly, 
nominee number two. Thank heavens. In a big victory, we caught the committee of terrible parking in that South End parking lot. Woo! Huge congratulations to the Narker. Not the Parker. They suck. They get knuckle sandwiches. Yeah. The Narker, though, going to win that Johnny O'Spudnitz gift card. Continue to submit your bad parking. Do so <laughs> safely, especially if you're out hunting for that perfect bad parking spot yep. this weekend with the weather that's coming. And that's how you get entered for that Johnny O'Spudnuts gift card. Submit it to our social media, Utah's VFX. I'd like it to be known that I thought Knuckle Sandwich was actually a sandwich flavor growing up because, like, people were always joked about it. And so I was like, man, I wonder what kind of sandwich that is. You good? It's like bologna. Is it? Does it taste like bologna? Uh, I'm just writing down what we need to discuss Monday to decide how oh, insane you are. Oh, Fine. good. Great. I love this. VFX's Facebook roulette, the last thing from the AJ and McCall show on VFX. If you're friends with AJ Knight, you're friends with McCall Taylor, then your post could end up on the VFX Facebook page. So McCall, who are you sharing? Well, I landed on my friend uh, Ashley's post, and it said my body while I'm doing anything important, and it's the knocking of Anna on on the door, and it says, do you want to have a flare-up? <laughs> my answer is more like... <laughs> Do you want to have a breakdown? <laughs> I, okay, bye. Okay, I bye. Our, I Joke's our, on you. We're doing it anyway. Yeah, I let my friend Liz. She shared a quote. I believe in kindness, also in mischief, also in singing, especially when singing is not necessarily prescribed. Mary I like Oliver, it. whoever that is. But it's a cool quote. Done. You win. Yay, quote. Oh, quote. D.A.J. Knight, D. McCall Taylor, quote us all the time. By listening to the podcast, if you miss any of the show, utahsvfx.com, you can stream us or search for podcasts anywhere they are. I'm going to tell you right now, today's show, iconic for quotes. <laughs> AJ said knuckle sandwich. Iconic. I said something about getting the depuncho. De like, poncho. is it delivery? No, it's depuncho. Like, it's, it's been fun. Uh, search for AJ and McCall anywhere podcasts are, like iTunes or Spotify, The AJ Knight, The McCall Taylor, Utah's VFX, all three of us across all social media. Yeah, yeah. Um, Party. Make sure you got our mobile app, Utah's VFX, totally free in the app store, especially with more than an hour of nonstop music coming up in about five minutes. Yup. Be careful. Please. This weekend going into next week like snow is in the forecast yes, a lot it is in the forecast if you're going to do any sort of like adventuring outside please uh you can follow the utah avalanche center they've got a lot of breakdowns on like their instagram they update that seems literally like a good idea literally every single day um what else what else it's valentine's day don't burn down your house remember yeah. it's valentine's day hope those steaks go well hope your steaks go well Party on guard. You know what's funny? Someone was probably listening like, oh, chicken marsala. I've always wanted to learn how to do that. AJ, shut up about mushrooms. Look, if you want to learn how to make chicken marsala, hit me up on Instagram or something and I'll teach you. <laughs> Tell Monday for the AJ McCall show. Party. And don't do anything we wouldn't do. <laughs> Thanks for listening to VFX. <laughs>